excited to be here just like I hope you're excited to listen it's time for Ed and it's time for Sean it's time for my friends Geeksters what does my grandpa call it Geeksters and welcome to episode 356 of Geeksters I'm your host Ed I am your host Sean and welcome to the show. Hey, Ed, how's it going? All what's, right, how What's are shaking? You? What's doing? What's going on, buddy? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing? <laughs> Nothing. All right. I'm just preparing for a big event. I won't say what it is. <laughs> I'm pregnant. <laughs> About to have the baby right now. <laughs> um, I call it nerdster. Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, actually, I think the Illuminati is kind of Illumin- claim to it. Illuminati. Illuminati. Get it right, Ed. Illuminati. Illuminati. There Illuminati is taking claim to it. Uh, sons of bitches. Anyway, so so you got a big event this week. Yeah, huh? big, big week coming up. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, so It's such a big week. We're going to talk about it when he gets back. Yes. Because we're not doing a show the next week. That's right. That's right, because he's going to be gone. <sighs> I might be a guest host in a show, though. All right. Maybe. I don't know. I'm still where I'm, where I'm working out the details. Um, our, my friend um, Matt, he's got a podcast of Drunken Gamers. Uh-huh. We've mentioned him a couple times. Yeah. Um, he's he asked me like they got a, a new studio and he's like we kind of want you to be on the show and I'm like you guys even hear of this show? Like <laughs> number one, I don't drink and and my gaming has definitely gone away down. But I'm like I, sure I guess you know so I maybe I don't know. We're kind of in the plan, so you might have me. You get Ed crossover episode. I'd be infiltrating a different world, a world I know nothing about. But I'm booze looking forward and to it. booze and games. Booze and young drunkards. Young drunkards. I'm, I'm gonna be like, Geek, I shouldn't do that. No, you don't know what's doing it to your liver. Oh, you ain't near my age, and your liver's gonna be like, no. That's okay. I'm pretty sure I did my drink, enough of their drinking and your drinking and my drinking back when I was like 17. <laughs> Before it was legal for me to drink. I drank it all, Ed. I was a boozer. A booze. Booze. I got that booze. Um, so, well, who knows? We'll just worry about that later. Anyway, so. Uh, well, how was your week? Interesting, Ed. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Um. I'm going to get some legals out of the way. Stacy and I saw the, the new Lion King. Okay. Because we have Disney+. Plus. And we also watched uh, Toy Story 4. Okay. Okay. Um, Toy Story 4, I enjoyed. I, you know, it's a new story. I didn't know what to expect. I thought it was cute. Kind of a, you know, I had Stacey crying at the end, but it's, you know, she was mad because she's like, fucking Disney. Like, they always, they get her every time. And that would be the second time she cried because we watched that after The Lion King. Like, not the same day, but later in the week. Yeah. Earlier in the week, though, we did watch The Lion King. Did you see The Lion King? Yeah. Did we make yeah, I've seen, I've seen both. What did you think of it? You can be honest. I mean, we're all friends here. Um, yeah. Um, just the gun, Disney puts a gun to my head sometimes if I talk ill about them. <laughs> <laughs> Q. 
keep an eye on Goofy. Um, oh, okay. If you want an exact shot-by-shot live-action version of Lion King, okay, you you pretty much you know that's what you get. And for the most part, for the, the most part, I mean, there's some differences, and you know, there's some some subtleties uh, that are I, different. I would, I would like to talk about those differences. I knew you would. Okay. Um, I, I I did enjoy it, but I mean, it wasn't like I was over the moon about it. Like like right, right, like right. this was this should have been made. Like this was a masterpiece. Right. Like <laughs> stop making live-action movies. Lion that, King. That's it. You know what? You're done. You did it. You yeah. did it. You're done. Perfection. You move on. Right. Yeah. You know, it's who you can't get any better than Lion King. It's like cash grab. Here you go. You know, that's, um, that's how I felt. I but. didn't feel like at the cash grab part. Here's, here's how I felt. I enjoyed most of it. Yeah. And I say most of it because I didn't like some of the voice acting. I mean, outside of the people who were already like James Earl Jones, of course, it's James Earl Jones. I didn't like that Jeremy Irons wasn't Scar. Okay. I was okay with Donald Glover being Simba. I hated Beyonce. Hated okay. her. Right. I felt like it was like, hi, Simba, what are we doing? Why are you doing this? Oh, you're going to pay me to sing? Oh, now I'll, go, now I'll act. Like, you know, it, yeah. just, it just felt like she was fucking phoning it in. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, when you take away the beauty, she's kind of dull. You yeah. know, um, <laughs> just hear the voice. Yeah. yeah like, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no one do I Jay Z like Becky with the good hair. Maybe she could have a personality. Oh, <laughs> zing! Right now, all of a sudden, the bee, the her beehive or whatever is going to be going to be calling us. Going, you guys don't know nothing. <laughs> I would welcome those phone calls and those emails because the beehive listened to us. That would be the that would be the pinnacle moment of my career. Going, somebody heard us. So, um, I I thought Timon and Pumbaa. While they're not exactly my Timon and Pumbaa, they were still funny. Yeah. Uh, obviously, they had to change some of the stuff that I really liked, like um, the hula part. You know the yeah you know, we gotta distract him. He does the hula dance. To yeah, distract. wasn't in it. Yeah, but of course you can't do it because it's supposed to be quote unquote live action. Right, even though they're talking. What they did to kind of to to take away from I, I laughed at that. It was probably the hardest laugh I had. The, yeah, be against be against. <laughs> I was like I was like all right, that is really funny. Yeah, I was annoyed that what I thought was one of the most one of the lessons in the movie was completely taken out. It's when Rafiki's talking to Simba by the water and, you know, it shows that, you know, like his father's all around and yeah. he hits him with the stick and says, you know, that's in the past. You know, you know, like the pain and, you know, it's, it's right. just, he doesn't do it in the movie. Why? Because he doesn't have the stick, right? And I feel like that's what, like, that's a very important lesson to learn, especially in a quote-unquote kids movie. Right. And it didn't help any, it didn't help that at all when later in the movie, like 10 minutes later when everyone's going after the the hyenas, he pulls out that stick from a, a hidden part of this branch. He's like, hello, old friend. It's like, where was that earlier when you could have taught Simba that lesson about pain and how to you know, move forward from that and you know, be, oh, we need you to beat up a bunch of hyena with it. So now here, here's the reason to have it. Like, yeah. it just felt like, <sighs> okay. Like, it just... It it lost to me that that moment. Um, Stacy, of course, cried. You know, with the whole you know losing the you know Mufasa getting stamped stampeded over. Yeah. Um, I, visually, it was gorgeous. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I thought to me, there's during those movies. I swear, at least once, I go, God, I love computers. Just to see the magic of what 
what that technology is able to do. Right. It's fascinating and it's gorgeous and it's it is almost realistic. Yeah. Um, what I was interested too was at the end at the um, they what I like about Disney Plus is they actually do some extras, mm-hmm. and one of the extras was kind of like I guess it's on the Blu-ray. I'm assuming. Why not? They fucking own it, right? Yeah. Um, is how they did it. Like the, you know, how they. How we did it. Yeah. What they did was instead of just kind of doing it like an animated movie, they, they did it almost like a real movie. They had a virtual space and they were actually in VR looking at the sets that they had. They had a whole 3D environment set that they mm-hmm. could not manipulate, but no, okay, this is how we want to track that. They were tracking shots in VR. So it was that stuff has never been like never really been done before. Most of it's just computer animated. Right. But this one they actually took it and manipulated not manipulated three D space, but they used a VR environment to actually do a film. We'll do a visual kind of representation visual, of yeah. it to see what it would look like. And it was it was pretty fascinating. It's like we you know every one of these things are three D models. Like yeah, like if we were going to do an actor, we would have. What he also did was he had what was called like a like an acting room where he had the actors act out the movie in like a room um, that you know they had like you know cameras on them so they could kind of act out but it was instead of being in a booth just talking to make it sound recorded they wanted it to sound a little bit more organic so they would have the actors in like the same space together and interacting and dancing and moving around and, and trying to be like actually acting it out rather than just standing there in a booth with like <laughs> you know like doing a voice doing just the voiceovers yeah I thought it was interesting I mean I enjoyed the movie, you know. Would I, you know, it, right now I know it's somebody's Lion King. Like, there's a kid going, "Oh my god, it's the best movie ever," and yeah. I feel like going, "No, it's not." When when Timon comes, um, Pumbaa comes out in the hula skirt and he's dancing. You know, it's it's Timon's kid dancing in the hula skirt. It's like, hey, all right, that that's funny. Yeah, that to me is comedy. Comedy <laughs> gold, kid. You don't know nothing. You and your photorealism talking lines. Give me the animated one. Because <laughs> you can also have more expression in the animation. Yeah. Like, yeah, they looked, they were good looking realistic, but you can't see the sadness in Simba's eyes right. when, or, you know, the humor. It just, it's like, yeah, because we're too real. Right. Because we're animals. Like, all right. Um, then something happened this weekend that um, um, I have to prerequisite by, it's, I got to show you something. I have a pair of pants. Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. I don't know where this is going. I'm not really comfortable with this now. <laughs> I want to put that out there first. Okay. Well, no, no. I have... Um, <laughs> let's see. I have sleepy time pants. Sleep... Okay. Sleepy time pants. Like shorts. Uh, yeah, I, I, wear, I wear sweats. So, yeah, I get, I get okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Well, a few weeks, few maybe a couple months back, Stacey and I were in a Walmart, and I saw these pair of pants. It's like Rick and Morty. You know, kind of boxer. Okay. Okay. And they're very soft material. And Stacy and I, for whatever reason, has called, start calling them my sexy pants. <laughs> I don't know why, but I think it's because because they're so comfortable. Ed, I don't wear underwear when I wear these. Okay. <laughs> okay. They're kind of like an underwear in itself. Okay. Okay. So it's very soft, and you know, I'm, I'm doing my thing. You know, living my life in my sexy pants. You know. <laughs> right. So. I have to start off by that because earlier this week, Stacey and I have a routine. And usually it's her going to bed and I'm uh-huh. watching TV and I'll figure out, you know, I was trying to figure out something to watch. Uh-huh. And I couldn't figure it out, what I wanted to do. And then I was looking through my Voodoo account and I saw some stuff that I don't have on digital. And 
I was like, well, why well, don't I have that on digital? Let me go downstairs and see if there's a digital code. Maybe I didn't. And that movie was, um, at the time, uh, Justice League, The Crisis on Two Earths. Yeah. You know, I was interested in watching it. I didn't watch it that night, Ed, because I fell down a rabbit hole of movies that I thought I had on blue, I had on digital and not have on digital. Yeah. And then I was like, well, now since I've, I've, you've opened up my eyes to the whole voodoo, you know, <laughs> scan the barcode thing. I opened, you opened Pandora's box. Yeah, you did. Yeah. So I went through like the movies I have in voodoo and I was like, okay, well, let me, let me check my movie collection. Right. And I'm standing there going through, you know, my stuff. Right. And I'm pulling out movies right. a little bit, you know, yeah. and I'm going, okay, like Tropic Thunder. Oh, I wonder, okay, there's no digital code for Tropic Thunder, but let me scan it. Oh, it's a theatrical cut, and I have the director's cut. Fuck, I don't want that. You know, like, I don't want to pay $2 for a theatrical cut. And I also know, too, that just by doing that $2, you're not getting any special features. Yeah, you're just getting the movie. You're just getting the movie. Right. So I'm like, sometimes I'm sitting there pondering, going, well, is it worth the $2 or not worth the $2? Because, like, what's the point? I'm just... I. Part of me just wants to say I have it just to have it. Right. You know, so my my Blu-ray movies are down uh, downstairs. Yeah. Now, also keep in mind, now I, now I do Stacy and I live together, but we also still live with my dad. Right. You know, we live in a, a three-bedroom house, you know, got an upstairs, downstairs, and all that stuff. Right. It's like maybe 1230 at night. And the reason why I'm painting this picture is because of what happens – what happens to me during those wee hours in the morning? Yes. Okay. So I'm at, at one point I'm sitting on the floor looking at movies because it goes from the top of the wall down to the bottom. So I'm in the W, the, the M's, N's, you know, I'm at the yeah, you get to the, the end, the W's, Y's, yeah, E's. Yeah. yeah. And I'm looking through stuff. And now I realize I, I have to kind of position myself, you know, and I put my foot back and I realize that I put my foot into a glue trap. Because we have a mouse. Now, I'm wearing socks. Okay. Am I? No, I'm not wearing socks, Ed. <laughs> so I have my toe in this mouse, this, this glue trap mouse trap. And I'm yeah. like, fuck. Like, I, I realized I did it and I was able to pull no pain. No, yeah. you know, I was, it was, it was, it's, it's sticky enough, but also I'm like, fuck. Like, God damn it. And I'm, you know, getting it off. And I'm like, okay, finally, put it away, put it back where it belongs and be more mindful of where I'm sitting, right? Yeah. Key phrase, be more fine, mindful where I'm sitting. I want you to hold that phrase yeah. in your head. Okay. All right. So I'm going through all these movies and I'm getting, you know, and I'm like, okay, I'm, getting, I'm, I'm picturing you're sitting on the floor now in my sexy pants, pants. and a t shirt. And I'm <laughs> and you have a stack of movies that you're looking at on the right. floor. Very innocently. Now, yeah. I, I, keep in I've, mind, I, I've done that many times. So I know exactly what you're talking about. Right. So, and now Stacy is upstairs and I thought I left her semi awake. And I'm also sitting there going, well, she's probably going to be worried about where I'm at because I'm, you know, it's, it's, I'm usually not out of the room if I'll go to the bathroom and come back. Right. I didn't tell her what I was doing, and I thought I'd be real quick, but I fell down a rabbit hole. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, she's gonna, she's probably gonna call, the, call me soon because she does so, so sometimes she'll call me from the house. Phone uh, calls come from inside the house, Ed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, usually she'll send me a text like, where are you? Blah blah blah. You know, and, and it's like, um, so I'm kind of like. I'm kind of rushing, but I'm also kind of not rushing. I'm like, well, she hasn't called me yet, so maybe she's asleep. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> so I'm going about my business, right? I get done, I step, I stand up, right, mm -hmm. and I didn't know that there were two glue traps. <laughs> One is on my ass, <laughs> all right, in my sexy pants, <laughs> right. So 
I'm like, what the fuck? So the, the, the first thing I try doing is I try pulling, right? And it's stuck, obviously, because it's a glue trap. I'm able to get a little where, bit. Of, where exactly on I'm, your sexy pants is it? On your it, butt? It's on my butt. Square, like you, sat, you sat square on this square. thing. I didn't know I sat in it, and I never felt that I was in sitting in a glue trap. You don't feel it. It's just. It's there. It's, it's there. So I'm like, oh, fuck. And it's like hitting the back of my thigh. That's how I knew. I was like, what the fuck's. What hit, the hell's hitting me in the back of the thigh? I look, and there it is the glue trap on my gluteus maximus, right? <laughs> so I tug at it, and I'm like, oh, fuck. And now I start to panic because these are my sexy pants. <laughs> Right? <laughs> these are my sexy. <laughs> how am Without I? these, I'm not sexy. I'm like, how am I going to get these out? Because now I'm worried. I'm like, I really like these pants. They're comfortable. And I'm like, oh my God. It's like having a favorite shirt and someone puts a hole in it. Yeah. You're like, oh my God. Right. What the fuck? And I'm sitting there going, oh my God. How am I going to get this glue trap off? I'm like, so I'm tugging at it. And I'm, you know, yanking on it. And I'm like, this ain't working. I, got, I have to do something. So I take my pants off. <laughs> right? So there I am. And you have no underwear on. I have no underwear on. So there I am, bare-ass naked in my living room, standing, trying to pull this glue trap off my my, my pants. Dog comes down and says, hey, a hot dog. (laughs) No. Well, now I'm worried because I'm like, Stacy's going to call. And I'm like, I got to, what the fuck am I going to do? So I go into the kitchen. <laughs> and now I'm sitting there going, okay, well, maybe because I, I can't get a good enough grip. I probably have thinking that's the place I go. <laughs> well, you know, because yeah. I, I want to get, I got a little bit of material to separate from the glue trap. So I'm sitting there going, okay, all I need is leverage, but I can't put my hand on the glue trap to pull because then my hand would get stuck. I don't. It, it was very like oh, I could totally see the whole you know slapstick comedy going. Let me put my hand here. Oh no, I let me put my hand over here to get leverage. It, it would have been ridiculous. Yeah. And I'm smart enough to know that that's not totally good comedy unless someone's watching. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's filming. Is no one's filming it? It ain't funny. So I'm like, all right. So I grab like a little towel, you know, like a dishcloth, and I put it down. I'm like, okay, if it gets touched to that, I'm, I don't care. I can throw the dish towel away. Right. Yeah. So I'm pulling and I'm pulling and the pants finally do come off, right? And the next day, your father came down and goes, where's my dish out? It's no, my favorite no. dish out. It's so <laughs> comfortable when I wash dishes. <laughs> no, but, but during that time, the whole time, I am bare-ass naked by my kitchen sink scrubbing the pants. Because now there's some glue residue on there uh-huh. that, you know, I'm like, okay, well, I, I got to try to get that off because what am I going to do? Because I can't just, you know... I had to go now downstairs to the basement. <laughs> so I'm I'm washing. I'm I'm hunched over the sink. Hot water coming out of the faucet with a with a, a with a, what do you call it a, a sponge. I'm hoping somebody walks in at this point. See your pants. <laughs> no one, thankfully. But all I could think of was, oh my god, what if someone walks in here and there I am hunched over the sink. All you'd see is my fat bare white ass. And you're going, and me, uh, me uh, going like, you know, moving my hand really, really fast over the sofa. I went over the sink, and I'm like, while I'm trying to get glue, I'm like, uh, I'm like, you know, like I'm, it's the glue's hot enough that it's sticky, so I'm able to kind of peel it off, so it's coming off in like little gray dust balls. Yeah. And I'm like, eh, you know, right, okay, fine. I'm like, and I'm like, whoo, but now my pants are soaked. <laughs> So I'm like, well, what am I going to do? Okay, well, I'll go downstairs to the basement because I have a basement and I throw them into the dryer. And I'm like, okay, well, now I got to get back upstairs. Now I got to hope no one's up. Because <laughs> at one point in time, I heard my dad get up to go to the bathroom. 
And I'm like, please don't come down. Please don't come down. Please don't come down. And a couple times I made some noise that would cause the dog to bark, which would stir shit up in the house. Yeah. And all I keep thinking is, no one comes downstairs because I don't know how I'm going to explain why I'm, my balls are hanging out from underneath my shirt while I'm standing here scanning movies. Because at one time, because she went back to it. Because I went back to it. <laughs> Because, I'm, down. I'm, down here. I'm Because I'm sitting here because <laughs> I'm also like, finished what I'm doing. <laughs> because in my head, I'm like, well, I can't go upstairs yet because my pants are in the dryer and I don't want bumpy. So if I stay down here, try to dry the pants, what's the harm? <laughs> I'm already down here. So I'm like, well, I'm not technically. I pulled out the movies I was going to scan. So let me sit in my chair. Barry has name my mind. It'd be great if you fell on the floor again. <laughs> you got the second trap. No, I, I'm, dude, fool me one, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I was like, no, no, I, I got to put the glue trap back where Technically, it was. You fool me three times. <laughs> That's true. It was my foot, my butt, and then nothing. So, my ball. <laughs> God forbid. Just like, <laughs> why are they so smooth? You don't want to know. <laughs> so there I am sitting in my chair, you know, in a chair. Bare ass naked from the waist down, scanning movies, going, Do I want this one? Maybe I want this one. <laughs> Doing codes, because now I'm like, Oh, well, this I don't have this movie as a digital code, but here's a digital number. Let me see if it works. So I'm sitting there in there for like 10, 15 minutes, just bare ass naked. Well, not bare ass, but waist naked, yeah. you know. And I'm like, Okay, well, let me just kind of, you know, okay, it's done. I think the dryer is done. I go downstairs, pants are not dried. And I didn't put, I didn't put it in for long enough. Yeah. So I'm like, All right, well, I guess I got to put it in for longer. Now I'm done. Fuck it, I got it, and it's also late, and I gotta be up. At, I gotta be up early, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, I gotta take the chance, you know. So I, I, I threw them in the dryer, back in the dryer, turned it on. I was like, well, I just go, I, I just gotta go upstairs, hope for the best. So right. I get past, you know, all I get past in Dad's room. I get into my room. Stacy's asleep, and I'm like, just like, oh, and I quick slide on some underwear, right? Yeah. And I'm like, and I go to bed, and. No, I'm sorry. I had off the next day because the next morning, Stacy wakes up and you know she usually you know kind of like you know, we're laying next to each other. She should put her hand on my hip or something like that. And she's like, "Why don't you have your sexy pants on?" <laughs> and I'm like, well, "It's funny you mentioned it. Probably downstairs in the dryer. Why?" And I had to go tell her the entire story. She's like, "So you spent half the night downstairs, half naked?" And I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "You just she just kind of looked at me like." We're, we're, I'm marrying you. Like, <laughs> like, like you're, you're the best there is. <laughs> like, I agree to this. I, I moved 1,600 miles for through that brain. <laughs> it was my big adventure for the week. <laughs> I actually like the fact that you went back and started skating. <laughs> just. Well, oh, what the hell? I'm, I'm, I'm pot committed at that point. I'm like, I can't just stop because I'm like, I got away from my pants. What am I going to do? I could, I could have gone upstairs, throw my underwear on, and come back downstairs. But why bother? I, I'm not going to worry about waking somebody up in the process. No, I'll just sit there quietly, scan, you know, <laughs> punching some numbers. You know, <laughs> it was ridiculous, Ed. That ridiculous. So uh, that was my week. In the meantime, Ed, what have you been doing? Anything exciting? Nothing. Just, uh, just the, mentally preparing yourself. Mentally preparing yourself for uh, you know. Uh, I we, I was also working on um, a birthday party for my uh, 
my wife, my mother, and my niece. That they've uh, they're all around the same time. Uh, two this month, and one my wife was last month. So right. we did one party to celebrate everything. So that's what we did today. And uh, so happy birthday to all them. And uh, happy birthday. I don't think anybody listens to this show. <laughs> that's what I mentioned. That's fine. <laughs> uh, somebody does that. And maybe somebody has a birthday today. So happy birthday Fe- to February 9th. So if it's your, today's your birthday, happy birthday. There you go. There you go. All right. Um, so I've been preparing for that. And, I, you know, it's just, I, I guess that I'm preparing for something that's happening. It's going to be big this next week that we won't, I won't be here for the next show. So unfortunately, because the big announcement on the Saturday is happening right. for Sony. I, and I'm like, yeah, Sony's supposedly making an announcement um, Saturday the 15th about the PS5. Now, I also heard, too, that they might postpone the actual not the event, but definitely the price point until next month. Now, I heard that. I'm not really the person who told me is a coworker, and he probably heard it from reliable sources. But I haven't seen any. I haven't seen anything, so I'm yeah. taking it for a grain of salt. I know we're you know it's supposed to be at three o'clock on Saturday, um, Eastern Standard Time from New York, um, and they're supposed to make all this announcement about the PS5. I guess what it can do, what it can't do, and I guess most people would assume that it's going to be you know they'll let you know what the price point is, right? But they might hold off in, because they want to see what the rumor, Ed, is that they're waiting for Xbox to tell them what their price point is. So that way, PlayStation, so Sony can undercut them. Right. You know, it's the typical dick measuring contest of like, oh, well, yours is four gigs. Oh, yours have 4K gaming. Ours has 8K gaming. Right. We know it doesn't exist yet, but when it does, we're prepared. Yeah. You know, this one's got, you know, six teraflops. Oh, really? Ours has seven. You know, like yeah. all the, oh, you have one terabyte of storage? Well, we have 1.1 terabyte of storage. It's, right. it's, it's that stupid shit that they decide to do. Um, so the plan was, I guess, before your big thing going on, was like, hey, we'll talk about it, you know, next week's show. Yeah. And, but I'm assuming that the next show we have will probably, if any information that I have about it, we'll. Still talk about it. Oh yeah, you're probably gonna want to know because you'll be clueless. You're oh gonna, yeah, you're gonna be in a whole different mindset. Yes. So yeah. I'm mean, like, wait till you come back, and then I'll go here, Ed. This is what the PS5 is all about. I'm excited. And you be like, now you can get one. It's only gonna be seven million dollars. Well, that's a, that's the problem. I always do the same thing with every system. It's like I like wait and wait and wait. Sure. And then it comes out, and I'm like, yeah, and then and then and then they finally come up with a Star Wars game. And I'm like, ooh, <laughs> like, like ooh, or I see a Star or a Marvel game like Spider Man. Like ooh, like you know, right. like now I have two reasons to buy, uh, buy this thing. You know? Right. And that's yeah. You know, so, um, but we did see a movie Thursday. We did. Yes, I don't remember what it was though. <laughs> so, refresh my memory. Was it Dark Phoenix? No, it was Gamer. I was gamer. We saw Dark. No, Phoenix. we saw Dark Phoenix two weeks ago, yeah. and I told because it was my first time seeing it. You've already seen it. We saw now. This was reversed. It was a game movie I saw that you did not see. It was yes. Gamer. It's an older movie. It has um, Gerard Butler, Gerard Butler, and Michael Luke. C. Hall. Right. is the bad guy, and uh, the kid from Percy Jackson. He's in it too. Um, long story short, we live in the not too distant future where people have um, convicts. Or have an implant in them where a person can control their movements for like a Call of Duty type esque type game, right. but it, there's also a um, like a Sims type game, or I would say almost like a Second Life type game, yeah. where you can also relinquish your um, emotions and ability to, I guess you know, function through the works of another person. Like you get paid to be that person, and then a person pays to be you. I guess yeah. in a way. 
So, um, and this is, has to do with like a you know like it. I I I enjoyed the movie. There's not much of a plot. It's like, hey, this is the world we live in, and the guy who created it is the bad guy of the movie. And you're like, okay, it's not really like he he just wants to James Bond villain type esque. He wants to kind of control the world. Yeah, you know, like if. If I can control them, I can get them to do what I want, and then I can stay rich and powerful, and be, everybody's my puppet, you know. Yeah. And Gerard Butler's character is um, was they were trying to kill him off because spoiler, and again the game's old enough, he was a test subject, and that Michael C. Hall needed to get rid of him because it would make it, if they found out what his plan was. It would be problem for him. Yeah, yeah, it would ruin him. It would ruin him. It would ruin him. So, um, I'm going to say it like this: It wasn't a bad movie. I enjoyed right, it. Right, right, right. But I mean, like, I think that it was a very um, badly written movie. <laughs> it's the best way I could put it. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, there was there was plot points that didn't make sense, and there were not not plot points, but there were there were characters that didn't make sense, and because they they shoehorn a lot of things in there and you go what's this character why what's their motivation for being here at this point right. in time and you don't know and the ending was kind of weird i thought like the whole you know the whole like shutting it off you know oh, and you right know, right and you and you they just kind of do it and you go really that was it like that's all it took you right yeah. to, you gotta kill this one guy and that was it and yeah like hey he's not your boss anymore and you know it's the right thing to do is so why don't you shut it down well played Click. Yeah, it's like, I'm like that was it. Like, I'm like, I'm like, wow, like that was kind of anti-clockwise, right? You know, and you know, it was, it was, like I said, it was good though. I mean, I enjoyed it because it's kind of like a cyberpunk movie, and I enjoyed yeah. that genre a little bit and um, a lot actually. But uh, so it was, I, I enjoyed it. But I'm like, I'm like, there were so many things that I could have written, you know, for me anyway. Watching so many of the right, films like this, right. you go. There's like some character development that should have put, and it's like a couple minutes here, a couple minutes there. You maybe right. it was editing, I don't know. Like maybe right. it was written really well, it just as was I don't edited remember. terribly, you know. But it just to seem like some of the yeah. characters because you didn't know the reason why for the faction at first, and you go, and then they explain, it and you go, okay, that makes sense. Right. It's very like, <clears> hey, you know, like hey, this guy's all computer tech, but there's going to be resistance to that kind of that this guy's playing you. You're all slaves. So we're going to be the humans with a Z, by the way. Yeah. And then we're going to help you know find a way to to bring this guy down, and we're going to use the knowledge that we have through Gerard Butler's character to help to help that story along. Right. And there's a couple. There's a couple MacGuffins in there. And then like the Kara Sedgwick character, she plays like a reporter. Right. She, yeah, like a rag and porter. Yeah. And then she starts helping them out, and you go, well, "What's your motivation?" Like you know. Right. You could just say that she's so sh- shallow that she's just following the story, but. There's nothing there to kind of insinuate that, you know, right? Because there's even a moment where she's actually talking to Michael C. Hall's character, and she seems to be like really, really into it. But I, part of me thinks that she just—you never really know what her motivation is. Yeah, uh, like does she hate this guy, but she wants him on the show because of ratings, or is there something else? Well, that was it, that was the thing I always thought funny because they they did the show, they do like this interview show in the middle of the in the movie, and at the end it goes it's sponsored by Slayer, Slayer, yeah. him, the right. guy who she's makes- trying to throw him under the bus. You know, like trying to stir, be like a shit stir. Yeah. And he's just kind of like going with the flow. He's like not even being phased by it. And you're like, oh, okay. So she's trying to be like, damn the man. But then, you know, cut the commercial and she's, this guy's so powerful that 
his her own station is a slave to you know the ratings of of the Slayer game, right? You know, so you're like, okay, well, so does she not like the guy? Does she like the guy? Did she just do it for the ratings? I... Right, it's like you don't know. Like, does she work for him? And that's right. you know, that's that kind of like vibe I got, especially when they was like brought to you by Slayer and like, wait, that's the game that they're talking about. Right. Like, she's like kind of bashing. Right, away. she's like, you know, these people actually realize blah blah. blah. It's because it's the whole moral situation of these. These people being controlled by other people, aren't they like slaves? Are it, it, what about the human aspect of it? Because and he's like, well, they're they're on death row. They signed their life away. They made this choice. We didn't force them to do this. Right. If they make it through thirty events, they're they're free people, and no one's ever really made it except for Gerard Butler's character, who got like, who technically never really gets to thirty. He he kind of got to twenty nine when he actually breaks free. Like it was if you if you do the actual count he needed like uh he needed like three more and he only showed him to fight twice. So it was well no he it was that was 30. That No, it wasn't it was 29. It was 29. It was 29. Yeah, I have to rewatch you it. Know, it no you don't you're not going to watch it. <laughs> no, I always got the impression it was 29 cuz the way they kept counting it was like you know he needs 30 and then they throw in Terry Crews. Like, the cast itself is kind of good. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, there was a good ensemble cast. Right, but you, know, you, just, you, didn't, got... you just didn't get enough meat. Like, okay, you make it Terry Crews. It kind of reminded me of another movie of a Western. It was called The Quick and the Dead. And mm. a, a lot of great characters, a lot of act, great actors in it. But you right. go, it missed a mark somehow. And a lot of good characters, but not enough character development. Yeah. Yeah, I got you saying. I, I hear you. So I don't know if it's too many stars. Like it's like 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 what, what it was, but it was like something like off. And I'm like, all right, well, it was it was good. And I watch it again, you know, because I do have it on on Blu-ray, so, right? Yeah, you know, or I have it on uh, streaming on Voodoo. As a matter of it's fact, it's on Voodoo, everybody. This this shape show brought to you by Voodoo. Voodoo, you do that Voodoo so well. All right, and so well, I heard a certain movie. Is not doing as well as was expected. Oh, in really? The box office. Yes. Well, let's see. Uh, let's go to the top five movies. Kids, here we go. Let's go. What do you got, Ed? Uh, the number five movie this week is the number five movie of last week. It was Jun Ranji, The Next Level. It made $5.5 million over the weekend and 298.4 overall in the nine weeks of release. Wow, it's been out for nine weeks? Yeah. That's great. Uh, number f- It's still in top five. That's That's really good. Uh, number four was the number three movie of last week, Doctor Doolittle. It made six point six million over the weekend and sixty three point nine overall in the four weeks of release. All right. Number three was the number two movie of last week, nineteen seventeen. It made nine million dollars over the weekend and one hundred and thirty two point five overall in the seven weeks of release. Oh, by the way, the night's the Oscars. Yeah, it's, yeah, we <laughs> we totally screwed this up. We usually do an Oscar pool. We didn't do it this year. That's all right. There's nothing worth talking about on that show. <laughs> <laughs> number two was the number one movie of this week, by Bad Boys for Life. Uh, it made $12 million over the weekend and 166.3 overall in the four weeks of release. And number one is a new release, Birds of Prey. It made $33.25 million over the weekend, and that's its total gross. And there you go. Is that the movie that you were? Yes, I to? heard that that thirty-three million dollars that it made was underperforming badly. Um, actually, it's supposed it made apparently it was making. I saw like an article that it made less money than Green Lantern did on Ooh. its first opening day. Um, it's not trending well, apparently. Now I heard that people are enjoying the movie. That there's like I heard that it's. An enjoyable film, just that no one's going to see it. 
is probably the best way um, I can I can describe it. Well, they're giving a budget of uh, eighty-four point five million here on uh, Wikipedia, and the total uh, box office gross, which is eighty-one point three million overall. So, uh, yeah, it's probably going to be, you know, making its money back. I guess in the next week. I guess or you know, how much? Did it, how much did it? Make? What was it to produce? Sorry. Uh, budget wise is eighty four point five, so it's a little under what it may you know made eighty one point three total worldwide, so uh, global box office. But uh, yeah, hey, breaking news: Brad Pitt apparently won his first Oscar. Oh wow! Yeah, I mean, I guess he, I, he was nominated for best supporting actor in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay, you know, but congratulations, Brad. There you go. All right. Um, yeah, like everyone's like, oh, like it's fun. Birds of Prey soars at the top of the box office with thirty three point three million. Okay, but uh, I also heard too uh, that it's not. You know, let's see. We're gonna go. I, I wish I. I wish I kept one. Anyway, um, all right. So, yeah, I don't. I like I said. Sorry, people that I've seen on Facebook have seen it. Movie uh-huh. has enjoyed it. Some people say it's eh. You know, um, um, I'm not surprised. Like, I really have no real desire to actually even see it my wife keeps asking me you know do you want to go see it and i said no <laughs> um i mean i kind of want to see it I'm, I'm i'm curious but it's like one of those movies that's like i can wait for video like i can wait for it to come i mean i'll probably buy it because it's it's another dc movie you know and i'm a collector of right. all that kind of stuff sure good or bad so it's definitely gonna be in the collection so if i wait till then fine you know like i like if it's like a cheap Tuesday and I have off and I'm going to go, you know, right. my, you know, for five bucks, why not? You know, like a lot of places have them for five dollars on Tuesday. So maybe it's like I'll do it then. But, you know, odds are I won't because <laughs> I don't want to waste my, my Tuesday afternoon watching this movie. But I mean, you know, probably when I get it on video, we'll probably watch it on a Thursday and review it then. But uh, until then, there it is. <laughs> All right. But speaking of buying movies. Yes. And videos, What's let's coming, coming out this week? Not much. I have to say. Uh, RoboCop, the director's cut, is coming out this really? uh, Tuesday on Blu-ray. Yeah, so if you're a RoboCop fan, uh, they have a director's cut coming out. So, oh, okay. Uh, there you go. All right. Uh, Swamp Thing, the complete series, is also coming out on Blu-ray this week. Which game? Swamp Thing. This is not a game. Oh, movies, sorry. TVs. TVs. Okay. All right. And uh, Preacher, the final season. Oh. I haven't seen that yet. And I have it uh, actually on, I think I DVR'd it, but I also seen it now. It's on Hulu. So if you're oh. a Hulu subscriber, okay, check it out. I mean, I, I enjoy keep, it. We'll keep waiting to go back and start rewatching the series, but I'm also trying to catch up with, um, we got Supernatural. I started watching, um, I started watching the V Wars, but I got, I bailed on that. And there was something else that started that I was kind of interested in, but. Nothing's holding my gaze. Yeah, uh, TV show that's wise. the problem I've been having. I mean, like I have so much, like like I'm overloaded with now with with so much to watch that I don't know what to watch. I've been watching YouTube for hours on it, <laughs> you know, and stuff, and it's like really, you know, I'm like Preacher's definitely the final season because I've enjoyed every season of Preacher. Okay. If you haven't seen Preacher, go see I it. Saw, can... I saw the first season, most of the first season, I enjoyed it. I just haven't had a chance to actually kind of sit down and let it like. Especially if you like the boys. If you like the right. boys, you'll it's, like the creature. Technically, it is written by the same writer, and it's actually produced by Seth Rogen. And, and I'm like, okay, yeah. The 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 comedy there. Yeah, I, Aaron, some Goldberg, Goldberg, I think. Yeah. 
Um, I, I'm not saying that I just it's just I just haven't gotten around to it. It's that's my problem. And and and, and like I because I, I always watch the like sometimes they have those after shows and stuff. Right. And like they say the same thing. It's just like yeah, we 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 put it out there, and we're always wondering like what AMC is not going to air. And so right. far they've all the wackiness that they wanted to do. Uh, well, that's they've let him go and it's just you know there's like there's certain things that they they wanted to do like really beyond the uh, you know envelope but he goes yeah like i, I wouldn't even couldn't even do that in a movie right <laughs> like, like right. anything so yeah i'm kind of uh i, I do want to watch the last season i watched the other seasons and i enjoyed it highly and i i recommend it uh highly so all right uh, let's move on to video games uh there's only two this week uh jack and shit ed and jack left down um ori and the will of the wise it's Wispy. Wispy. It's, Wispy. It's, it's Ori and the Will of the Wisp. By Xbox Game Studios for the Xbox One and PC, and that's on Tuesday. Yeah, it's a sequel to uh, Ori and the Blind Forest. And we have Dreams by Sony Interactive Entertainment oh. for the PS4, and that's on Friday. Okay, that one, this one might interest the creative people. Um, it, it's called Dreams, yeah. and what it is, it's, it's legitimately a video game where you make video games. It teaches you how to actually create and design your own video game um, using some generic um, toolage. Um, it's by the people who made uh, Tearaway and by the people who the same people who also made um, Little Big Planet. Little Big Planet was interesting enough. While it's a cute game, but what was more fascinating was that they gave um, people who played the game the tools to actually create their own levels. And some of those people came up with some really intricate, you know, levels and stuff. Right. So what they decided to do with this game, it's um, I have I have a copy. I got was I was blessed with getting a beta version or like a early development their developmenter developmental copy because they were hoping that if I had it, I'd create my own video game and post it into the thing. Like I, I would have the skill or the knowledge or the patience <laughs> to actually create like a game of some sort and be able to kind of put it out there in the world. Um, so if you mastered it, you could be a masturbator? Oh, a master dreamer. Uh-huh. <laughs> I could be a dream warrior. A dream warrior! Don't want to dream no more. Sorry. Yeah. All you Nightmare on Elm Street fans. Yeah. Um, it, it, the, the game is interesting, and I didn't get far in it because it did frustrate me a little bit because yeah. it, it wants you to use your controller as a motion control. Okay. And I sometimes have a hard time with that because um, it's – that controller is not really designed to be a motion controller. It almost makes you feel like I wish I had a VR headset or at least one of the move controllers yeah. to be able to move my blot around. It's kind of like, he's kind of like a little fuzzy blob kind of thing that right. you know, I can use as a pointer and I can drag and drop and manipulate things. The problem is I have is and when you work at 3D space, I tend to kind of spin the camera around and I have to kind of how did I get to this like you, I can never really zoom in and spin at the same time right. and it always winds up being okay you zoom in well now you're going down you're not going around you're like because you got to move both at the same time and yeah. it's like fuck you know and it, it's it's quite frustrating for a person like me who has no patience yeah um, I would probably go back there is an option to actually not even worry about that kind of crap you can actually just play some of the games other people have made and apparently like they've made someone's re redid like crash bandicoot you know because it has that kind of not necessarily it's not crash it's not bandicoot it's probably like you know crash kitty cat or whatever right. you know for legal reasons but it, they did kind of take some old games that were like 
maybe in deserving of a remastered or a remake that haven't some people have gone in and, and made their own you know so it's 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 interesting and it's fascinating but if you and there are some people from who made levels from um little big planet who went on and became actual game developers so i mean if you have an interest in it i'm just this is kind of a public service announcement really <laughs> if you have any kind of any desire to be like a game designer or if you've ever sat there and go, you know what the problem with this game is? I, this is how I would do it. Here's your opportunity to actually make those games and maybe either be as good, if not better, than some of the games that are out there. Or right. at least be able to appreciate the hard work that goes into creating, into yeah, designing yeah. games. Because, I mean, I I may have been dabbing, dabbling for an hour and I got f- so frustrated and so like, fuck, these guys work their ass off. And I'm, you know, obviously I didn't go to school for that kind of, of thing. But it, it does... Treat you like a like a child. Like this is how you move this, and this is how you move that, and it, it is very handholdy, which is good, especially if you've never done it before. Right. But I, after it was like, okay, when I move this over here, oh, I'm moving it over there. Look at me, look at me, yay! But they have some like pop ups, and I would kind of get lost in where I needed to put it, and I was like, I'll just wait until the game comes out. Maybe I'll play other people's games instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, but I mean, if you are a creative person, or if you just want to try to see if you can make a video game, I definitely pick it up. It's only like forty bucks too. It's super cheap. Huh. You know, so I mean, if you have if you have the dream, uh-huh. Uh-huh. don't dream it, be it. Oh, oh right now, Rocky Horror, you would word up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, that's all you got. That's it. All right, I guess I guess I better bring the news. I'm gonna bring the news, Ed. Ready? Bring it. Give me a second. Uh, 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 let's see. <laughs> I had to scroll, and make sure I find at um, uh, 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 where I'm trying to remember where I left off. Uh, we talked about Emilio Estevez. We talked about two. We talked about two new Transformer movies are on the way. We talked about that last week, I think. I'm pretty sure we did. Okay. Feb- I yeah, I have this article. February yes, yes, 1st, yes, 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 yes. Okay, Ed. Let's get the anger out right the way, okay? Um, the anger out right away. All right, I'm ready. Iconic 80s vampire movie Lost Boys is getting a reboot. CW orders new pilot episode. Aye. <laughs> really? Uh-huh. Uh, the CW, which has passed on a pilot last year, has now ordered a fresh pilot for the series based on the 1987 hit movie Lost Boys. Uh... No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's according to this article by in, in, Inner Splendor, I'm assuming. It's, uh, yeah. Um, one failed attempt simply won't deter the CW in its pursuit to bring cult horror film Lost Boys onto the TV screen. According to Deadline, the CW is now gearing up to present the new series to the audience. Um, gearing up the present. It's a hate pop-up ads. <laughs> The CW is now gearing up to present the new series to an audience as part of its 2021 cycle. Okay. All right. Uh, the CW has passed up on the first Lost Boys pilot developed an ex- an, by executive producer Rob Thomas and Heather Mitchell, starring Tyler, per- per- Tyler Posey and Kylie Sanchez last May. But the new pilot will compri- comprise a revamped script from Thomas and Mitchell, along with an entirely new cast, with Marco Sega coming in to direct the episode. Having previously directed the pilot for the show's hit TV show, The Vampire Diaries, uh, Sega will once again be donning the director's hat for the pilot episode. Um, the new Lost Boys logline reads, 
When a mother and her Gen Z sons move into the seaside town where she grew up, they discover there's a sinister reason the local kids keep the local cool kids sleep all day, party all night, never grow up, and never get old. Family bonds are tested as brothers find themselves on opposite sides of a mythological struggle. Dude, dude. Uh, speaking of deadline, Rob Thomas said, and you might know Rob Thomas is the guy who brought um, Veronica Mars to, um, not the singer, Rob Thomas. That's, uh, see, yeah. Every time you say Rob Thomas, I think of the singer. No, yeah. it's, it's the guy who brought, um, uh, we call it Veronica Mars to TV. Okay. Um, and also iZombie, by the way. Okay. Have you ever seen iZombie? Yeah. Uh, he's, Tom, Thomas said, there were scenes that we felt we could do a better job on, so it's going through a 40% rewrite, not a total rewrite. Uh, Thomas and Mitchell are being credited as executive producers on the new pilot, while Marcos will be credited as both director and executive producer. Dan Etheridge will, of course, be one of the executive producers. Blah, 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 blah. Person, 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 person. Person, 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 person. In contention with the CW's 2020-2021 cycle are the spinoff of Arrowverse show, uh, TV show The Green, Green Arrow and The Canaries, and the prequel to the 100 titled Anaconda and Maverick. Those are um, Maverick is set in present day America, which has an authoritarian rule. All right. It's, hey, if you care about the 100, that's, they're making a prequel show called Maverick. All right. <sighs> Ed, how do you feel about that? I think it's a horrible idea. I mean, that was, a, that was a movie for its time. Like, I don't think... Yeah. I don't think you can go back to something like that and revamp it and make it in today's generation and world and, and make it the way it was. Because it was kind of like a pre-internet age, you know, for vampires sure. and stuff. You sure. know, So you, you kind of... How are you going to bring um, the Lost Boys into the... 21st century with Gen Z characters, yeah, Gen, you know, Generation Z characters. Yeah, you just, you, it's just, it's just so bizarre because it's, you, you just go, really, like it doesn't make sense to me at all because it's like, like the Gen Xers were kind of more the, you know, like that was the teens in a way. And yeah, the, we were, the, we, I, I was a teenager in 1987, and that movie, it's one of my favorite movies of that era. Yeah, you know, I, I mean. It's the cast is great, uh, the story is awesome. I mean, it's and it. It doesn't play um, the horror and the comedy mixed real, real well. I don't know. Like, I, I don't. It's, it's, it's like saying like I, I can't see like like CW was having a lot of hit shows through through yeah, the years. They've been you know, knocking them out of park, especially with all the Arrowverse shows that they were doing. And then there were other ones like the Riverdale, which I've been seeing. But uh, you know, everybody, some people, you know, it's kind of like you you hear about it and you go you know it's kind of interesting a concept I get it I mean I wouldn't watch it but you know it's, it sounds I've, I've seen I've seen season one yeah <laughs> um, you know uh, other shows you know the they did they did the All American I think they're still doing that yeah. one and uh, you know the one hundred and so they they were making a lot of hit shows you know for them so it's like so then they go hey let's let's dust this off and see what we right. can do with it you know it's like okay. But I, I just don't feel that like the today's day and age it will translate well. I mean, it's probably going to be completely different than what we remember. I guarantee as. you there'll be some social aspects of it, social warrior justice aspects. There'll definitely be like political correctness to it. Yeah, it's going to take. I mean, now granted, none of that stuff was in the original movie anyway. Right. But how do you make an hour and a half movie into a TV series? That's the problem I have. Is how are you going to justify, like? the longevity like how 
It's a CW if, show, so I guarantee you there'll probably be backstories on every single fucking vampire that's gonna have flashbacks every episode. You know. But as I say, your 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 hope is to get four seasons out of it. You know, I get the, five because if you get yourself a full hundred episodes, you you're get syndicated. yourself you're syndicated. Bang! That's the five year most episodes. Well, I guess, I guess maybe now it's four because now I think they've upped it all to twenty four episodes a year. Yeah. You know, thanks to the TV show Twenty Four. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, you know, and and that's the thing. Like, like if you can get if you can get into that realm, you're 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 golden in a way. I mean, you know, you try and want to push you can as far as you can with the series, but if you can get at least four seasons out of it, you did. You you know, you made some money out of it. So that's that's kind of like what you're hoping for. So like, how are you gonna make four seasons of this? Like, how are you gonna keep it interesting? Know. You know, for four seasons, I'm like, I don't get it. Like, it'll be teen angsty love story. You know, like the boy, the well, they'll probably have the boy be in love with the girl. She's a vampire, but she doesn't want. You know, it's it's going to be. We've, it's 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 a tale as old as time. Right. <laughs> uh, so I just I just I don't see it. I I can't see how they're going to do this, and and I'm kind of going no. I it's yeah. a hard pass for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like. This might not be for me. And yeah. Like I said, it might have to be one I go like nope. I can't even watch because if I watch it, I'll get mad. Like I like remember when Hannibal first was hitting TV, yeah. I was like, "Oh, I love all those movies. Let's see it." Well, that's not in the books. That's not even in the movies. What the? F- I can't watch the show. I was yeah. like, I, "I'm done. I can't." Because I got so angry. I'm going, "That's got nothing. You are someone's just looking to get paid." Right? You know, it was like, clearly like great. Mads Mikkelsen was great as Hannibal Lecter. That's awesome. Whatever. It ain't my hashtag. Not my Hannibal. Right. You know, I'll pass. <laughs> No, thank you. I'll pass on the Chianti and fava beans. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I might have to. I might have to sadly pass on this one. Okay. You know what? I won't pass on Ed. Right. Well, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Since we did talk Lion King, how do you really feel about Disney taking an interest in live actioning their animated movies? How do I feel about yeah, it? Yeah, Ed. Remember, the mouse is watching. <laughs> the mouse is always watching. You know, I, oh, pick your words very carefully, Ed. That's the thing. Like, it's it's hard. It's hard for it's like something because there's a lot of live action stuff they've done. Like, not even them, but like other people have done of, of stories. Okay. Like, you know, like they've done a they've done a cartoon Hercules, so they're going to do a live action one. How many Hercules movies do we have? You know, like <laughs> right, I think, right. you know, Peter Pan. They've done several yeah, live action done, yeah, adaptations yeah. of that. So you none can, of them good, <laughs> so except you, Hook. Hook. Look, I'll, 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 I'll out. I'll out. Yeah. Um, you know, so, so you go, you know, when they, when they did the Alice in Wonderland, and I don't think that was what the intention was. I think it was just the, the fact that they wanted to give. Uh, hey, you got Johnny Depp. You can wear something funny. You can be the Mad Hatter because you're crazy. You're like, oh, yeah, I got to do another voice and put on a fake nose and, or something. And I can't think of the director's name, but. Uh, the, Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Because, you know, it's like Tim Burton's Disney's gold magic. Every once in a while, it's like, let's let's give him something to right. do. And he does. Because like, that way, Johnny Depp will still work for us. <laughs> but it's like, you know, and he, I, I think that kind of started the whole like live action thing, you know, um, like, in a way. Like, in a way, yeah, yeah sure. You know, okay. It, you I know, love it, that. Yeah. Inadvertently, you know, and then and then they're like, "We'll see what else we can do." Like, and after a while, I'm like, "I'm like, I haven't seen them all. Like, I I haven't seen Dumbo yet, so I have no idea if that's any." I haven't seen Dumbo know. either. Ooh, excuse me. Um, it's on Disney Plus though. I've I haven't seen the Cinderella movie. I've seen. I, I've. I, you can pass on the Cinderella movie. I'll be a hundred percent honest. I have fallen asleep twice in while trying while to watch that. The first weekend Stacy came up, we ever met. I got the Cinderella because I've never seen it. She's a Disney fan. I figured it'd be right up her alley. Right. Started watching it. 
fell asleep. Just <sighs> and I was even kind of. I think Stacy fell asleep too. So we, I was, I was like, well, let's we're at, we watch in the middle of the night. Now here it is, middle of the day. Let's watch it. <sighs> uh, it was horrible. Right. Horrible. Maybe the, there's there's some good ones out of it. Like I did like the uh, uh, Beauty and the Beast one they did Beauty live. Beast I, I, I yes. like that one a lot. I, I thought that was really done well. I did like the Maleficent one, like the the first one. It was really a good take. I've yet like, to see the second one. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen it. And, uh, All right. Um, you know, so so that's the thing. Like, like there's some hit and misses, but I mean, like they're all like even the animated ones. There's hit and misses. There's okay. movies that I, I like. I have like the Black Cauldron. It's like, yeah, I right. really want to watch that again. I, you know, like, <laughs> like it's it was there. And it was it was it was a time. It was it was a different difficult time in the Disney era. <laughs> I it was it was such a weird time for Disney, and I had to be a part of it. Yeah, it was, <laughs> I need a record of it. There were there were some dark times of movies they we made. We don't believe you. Disney had misses. Oh yeah, let me show you a little movie called Black Hole. Uh. <laughs> Oh yeah, here's another one. The cold, the black cauldron. Oh, face it. Anything Disney had with the black something failed. Right. <laughs> but I mean, it's you know, so so it's like not every movie that I've seen I have endured. Like I'm kind of interested now in the Mulan movie that's coming out. You know, I'm like I'm like I don't know, no singing, no Mushu. I don't know. It's gonna be a tough sell for me. Yeah. I mean, you know, I I I'm probably gonna see it in the theater like I've seen almost everyone else, okay. you know. But I mean, there were some I missed. Like I said, I didn't see Silver. Sure. I, didn't see the, I have them on Blu-ray and digital code and all that fun stuff. But you know, you just, you know, I don't know. But it's the same. That's as that's that's my take. It's like well, some of them I enjoy and some I don't. So, um, I guess my next follow-up question, Ed, would be: What movies would you like to see a remake of in live action, and what movies would you not like to see in movies in live action? If there is, if there is any, because maybe you think they all deserve a remake in live action, and maybe some of them you don't think. So, Ed, enlighten us, please. I would like to see, and this is this one's going to be very difficult. I would actually like to see them do a really good live action Peter Pan. <laughs> okay, uh, all right. Like, like, almost like taking the cartoon version of it and make it live action. Like, that's how, okay. like, like, kind of I want. I, I'm a big Peter Pan fan. The Robin Hood with the, with, with the, with, with the fox, with the fox. Oh, the see, okay, maybe you might, have, I might have to. That's my favorite one. See that? That would be that would be another one. You know, the mouse version of of. Uh, um, I'm I'm blanking now. Fuck the great. The Great Mouse Detective? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So the Aristocats, a live version of the Aristocats. Yeah, like, like, like really go out there. Like really go deep. Don't don't just do these princess ones, okay. you know, like because we've because okay. they've done them all now, I think. Sure. Right. I don't think I don't think that I've done it. So why Snow White? But somebody else did that one with Right, uh, with what's your face? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Snow White and the Huntsman. Yeah. Right. Okay. okay. So so you know, I'm like I'm like, go go deep, you know, like they did the one hundred and one Dalmatians. Why not? Like Sure, you know, you're absolutely right. Um and they're doing that again, apparently. They're doing that. Yeah, with um, Stone, I think. Yeah. Uh, all right, Ed. So is there any one or two maybe movies that you don't think they should ever touch live action? Or do you think, fuck it, it's Disney, let them do whatever they want to do? <laughs> It'll... I don't think... I don't think... I don't think there is a... There is a there's, there's not one movie in that list that Disney goes, no, that's too... That, like, we can't do that. Oh, challenge accepted, Ed. <laughs> Get ready for this one, uh, Ed. Yeah. Disney Plus... Will reportedly release a live action remake of Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> I did see this, this week. <laughs> and actually, 
Come on. <laughs> the Lilo and Stitch live action adaptation is to start filming this fall and will be set to premiere as an original film on Disney Plus. According to Disney Insider, Diz Insider, by the way, Lilo and Stitch is set to be a live action CGI hybrid that's set to start filming in Hawaii. They also report that the original voice for Stitch, Chris Sanders, is expected to reprise the role for the film adaptation. Thank goodness. <laughs> like the original 2002 animated series, Lilo and Stitch is about a lonely girl named Lilo who discovers who discovers a dangerous alien named Stitch who is on the run from intergalactic forces. Stitch disguises himself as a dog, sort of, and hides out with Lilo and the two become friends. When Lilo and Stitch was first released in 2002, by the way, it grossed $273 million at the box office on an $80 million budget, by the way. Uh-huh. The success led to several sequel spinoffs, including a few DVD movie sequels and an animated TV series for the Disney Channel. Yes. There's no design yet for what Stitch might look like, but the character will presumably be in CGI unless Disney decides to go a more practical route for the character a la Baby Yoda in The Mandalorian. Ed? Thoughts? This is this is a problem for me. This is my wife's one of my wife's favorite movies. <laughs> right, my favorite character. She loves Stitch. She's, uh-huh. she's a big fan. I we have a we have a six six uh, picture uh, of framed of of an artist rendering of Stitch reading the Ugly Duckling. Okay, like, you know, think it hangs up in our dining room as okay. a prominent piece. So <laughs> this is how big it is. She has a Stitch jacket. She has right. a Stitch backpack. Right. Stitch, Stitch, Stitch everywhere. Right? Didn't we get her a Stitch blanket for? Uh, yes, you for, did. For she loves it. She <laughs> loves that blanket. Right. So I sent her the article because I saw it. Right. <laughs> I'm like, oh look at this. Right. And then I thought about it. And I'm like, this is going to be the worst thing ever made. <laughs> I have to say, like I, I this budget is going to have to be huge, and I know Disney Plus is not going to give them that money. Like they're like, "Fuck, we got Mandalorian season two that, that's that's bringing in the customers. This is going to be a, like an add-on, and we're going to give it as cheaply as we can." Like that's how I feel that they're going to do with this. Like that's how, that's my feeling. Okay, that- well, I don't know because they just did. The, oh, I, here I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna politely disagree on the money thing because they just set, put out a movie, um, something something. Um, mistakes were made it's a kid detective agency yeah where apparently the kids got a um a, a polar bear as a friend and that polar bear looks real looks and that's like a throw i would say a throwaway movie in my opinion well that, that, that's the thing like they perfected that technology because you kind of have to like lilo and stitch you have to really like it's not a dog anymore it's not a bear it's not a cat it's not a you know it's right. it's it's now an alien like now yeah. you have to create these aliens like you know out of basically a drawing, right. like an artist right, rendering right, right. from a cartoon, basically, sure. to make it live action to look like it can interact with human beings because it's going to be live action. Right. So right, now right. you got to put that all together, and it's just like you're, 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 this is this is one step beyond of like doing like a, a lion and Lion King, right. or, you know. Or, this is uh, this could possibly be a horrible remake of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, this is this is pushing the envelope, and I'm like, are you going to give it the money it deserves? Are you good? Stitch needs all the money. Yes, he needs it all. He's been ordered to sell it. Guy got gotcha. you. You right. know, is, is this, is this going to hurt the brand? Like, is this going to be? Gonna, I don't think Disney cares at this point. <laughs> hey, look, next on the Disney Channel, children are getting murdered. <laughs> what are you going to do? We're fucking Disney. <laughs> yeah, hey, we look. We got happy music how in the pe- background. How people get hurt on a ride, right? <laughs> like, 
You're still gonna come. It's it's. I'm gonna raise the tickets. It's Disney after dark. <laughs> you get to see all the dirt that goes on behind the scenes at the park. You know, oh, because I've I've actually seen a lot of people trying to do like an artist rendering of like what it would look like. And everyone looks terrible. They look scary. They look like, like, yeah, this is not a doll. I think think they're designing that on purpose. (laughs) I hope so. I hope they're not like, let's make them scary. Four arms, all those teeth, eats everything. But loves Elvis. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it's, what do you think? Um, I don't know, because I also do, Lilo and Stitch is also one of my good favorite movies. Yeah. I, I always... I like the weird ones. I'm, you know, it's why I like um, Cusco. You know, uh, Emperor's New Groove. Right. You know, because it's different and it's funny. I like the. It's not. Um, there's no princesses involved. <laughs> <laughs> so as a boy, I guess I kind of like those comedies. Um, I. I mean, it's <laughs> fucking. I watched the Lady in the Tramp live remake, so. I guess there's. I'm a sucker. Yeah. I'm paying my money. I guess they got to watch something on that thing. Because there's a lot of times I'm going, yeah, I'm looking through the menu, and I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll watch episode three of Encore. When was the last time I watched one? Like, a month ago. Okay, I'll watch one a month. That's fine. Like, you know, <laughs> like, I could just get enough of people trying to recapture their high school years. All right, whatever. You know, and badly singing. Yeah. You know, I'm like, all right. Uh, the Imagineers, I think I have, like, one episode left, and I keep thinking they're going to add more, but it's, like, I think it's I think it's over. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't if I watch that last one, then it's over for me. I just kind of want to watch. Then what? Then what? Exactly. Like if I keep that one, if I keep that one, just not watched, it's still, it's still there for, it's still real for me. Damn it. (laughs) I can still believe. I can still believe there's another episode coming out. Um, So, I I mean, I don't know. Uh, There's a part of me that sometimes just goes, like just because you could doesn't mean you you should. should. You know, like, (laughs) Maybe there is a couple of things that just, just. I mean, you know, you never know. I mean, they, it could be. Could be Look, one of those it could be that, great, and I'm. That's why I'm always. I'm always like, just. I'll dip my toe in the water of like. Look, I, maybe give me give me a trailer. Let me see what Stitch looks like. If it, it's, maybe it'll work. I don't know. I mean, eh, sure, I'll give it a shot. You know, I don't know. I mean, I'm like, like, what's it gonna look like? I mean, you know, and like, give me a trailer. Yeah, give me a trailer. That's kind of like what I'm at right now with it. And I'm like, I just hope it doesn't like ruin like a lot of like. There's, <laughs> like, there's a lot you, of. Imagine if it's so bad that your wife just starts throwing her her stitch shit out. She's like, motherfucking dizzy. We're never going back to that town. Fucking they they made stitch. Pink, yeah, <laughs> something. Well, there's a girlfriend. There's a pink girlfriend. Yeah, but they're not going to introduce her into the into the. You never know. Oh, you're right. You never, you never know. know. She just gets all mad. He's like, they made him gender fluid. The bastards. You know, he didn't like Elvis in this movie. You know what he liked? He liked the Beatles. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> they had to update it so they made him like Shawn Mendes or somebody. You know, <laughs> like, oh, he's a big John Legend fan now. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> You know, well, we had to put him he's in there because he sings a big, the song. Big Shakira fan. And big Shakira fan. I don't mind that. Did you see the halftime show? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, congratulations to Chief, by the way. Did you watch uh, any no, of the Super Bowl? We, we were here. I yeah. Was, we I, watched, we've, you know, and I, I watched the end to see who won. That was I, I recorded it because I wanted to see some of the, the, the commercials. And, of course, I wanted to see the halftime show because I was interested in the halftime show. It was good. It was entertaining. 
It was the halftime show. Here's here's the thing though. I I have to say this this I haven't seen it and I'm kind of now want to see it because of how bad it is. I'm not. I heard it's good. Don't get me wrong. Uh huh. But people at work, like I, I work at a, sh- I work at a place where has a shop. And sure. You know, you know, shop guys. Shop talk, yeah. Little, about that game, yeah. You know, there's dirty, you know, they're dirty-minded right. guys, they're, you they're know, dudes. Right, they're dudes. They thought it was inappropriate. I was shocked. Like I'm like, I'm like, really? Like these are the guys you expect to see at the strip clubs, you know, like kind of thing, <laughs> and, you know, like blowing their paychecks or whatever. And they go, I thought it was inappropriate. Yeah, they're, they're like, like one guy's like, I don't have enough dollars to throw in my TV. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> you know what? I gotta be honest. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, it was. I could see why people would have that kind of an argument about it because it was very. There was some very subtle um, political over undertones to it, yeah. unless you blatantly knew some of the stuff. At the end, like someone went back, like well, you guys are all too busy looking at Shakira shaking her ass. You forgot this and this and this and this political statement and this political statement and this and the rope means this and the rope means. And I'm like, all right, guilty. I liked her. I like watching her hips. Those hips do not lie. She could have sold uh, me anything. She could have taken my firstborn. I wouldn't even known. <laughs> you know, I would have been. Hip- I was hypnotized by those those hips are shaking. You know, and J Lo, yeah, she's fifty years old, twirling around a pole, yay! Hey, you know. there was a meme on Facebook this week of she of J Lo and and uh, I did that. It was there. Can't you believe they're both fifty? And it's J Lo on the pole and the baby Yoda. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, steal. You know, hey, let's stop object- objectifying women. And then you just look at the halftime show. <laughs> How are we? Well, there's more to it. Well, is there? Because if most people are going, yeah, I, <laughs> I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Sorry, I was, you know, I was like, wow, Shakira looks good. How? Hey, Google, how how old is Shakira? She's 43. Damn, she looks good for 43. <laughs> you know, I knew J Lo was 50 because everyone had to talk about it before the episode, before the, the halftime show. Yeah. But I was like, I thought uh, Shakira looked way better than J Lo. But like I said, I was entertained. I was in it more for the commercials. I didn't care who won. Yeah. Um, I wish I should have watched the end because it was apparently there was one of those, hey, beginning of the fourth quarter, you have the San Francisco, not the Niners all like celebrating because it's like the like 2010 and they're like, yeah, what, what? And next, you know, 15 minutes later, 30, 20. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, you guys fucking choked big time, didn't you? <laughs> That's what you get for celebrating early. I've seen that happen before. Good on you. You know? <laughs> Um, and then, of course, you know, Stacey and I, we really watched The Masked Singer. <laughs> um, <sighs> yes, and that's the thing. Like, there's, speaking of Fox, though, the one thing Straight I want to yeah. catch, I haven't still seen yet, is the uh, Lego Masters. They have, they have a new I, watched, show. I watched the first episode. Was it good? It is good. It's a good show. Okay. It's, it's, it's fun. Um, I, I watched the first few minutes. My wife was watching it. I, I I had to do something else and walked away. But I was watching it with uh, Will Arnett in it. Yeah, it's a good and, show. And I'm like, I don't think he's a good host. So he's far. not. He's he's not. I wouldn't say he's not host material, but he is definitely like he'll definitely ham it up. Yeah. Because I mean, let's face it. You're watching people build Legos. Yeah. And like the first, the first um, thing they have is they have 15 hours to complete the task. 15 hours. Most of it's like, hey, if it's a cooking show, you got three hours. Yeah. Here you're building. You got something. twenty minutes. To you got put twenty together. minutes. Here's you got. You will give you, you know like two hours or this one. Hey, fifteen hours. So you're like, wow, that's that's a lot of time. That's a lot of chuffa. You got to get a cut through. Like, so you got to have a guy who's going to at least be able to do 
some comedy or at least be able to keep the room up and going. Yeah. So maybe it's not about being a host. Maybe about being a funny guy. Right. I don't know. I mean, unless he's like, okay, you got 15 hours. And then I'll see you in like four. Yeah. To walk in and go, yeah, we got four hours left. Yeah. We got an hour left. All right, I'll, come, I'll show up. Well, uh, I mean, it was fun. It's cute. I'm, I'm, I'm invested because I'm like looking at these people building stuff. And I'm like, it's, it's nice. Pretty impressive. Yeah. It's impressive. There's like a whole Star Wars episode, I think, coming up too. Oh. And I'm like, yeah, I'm in. But anyway, since we're talking about Disney, Ed. Yeah. And we talked about Baby Yoda. Yeah. Let's talk about The Mandalorian. All right. Okay. Uh, apparently, The Big D has reportedly have plans for five seasons of The Mandalorian. Five. <laughs> you wonder. You wonder at what point they were planning that. Like... Was it after they dropped the first season because they didn't know if right. this was going to, like, we'll score or not? Like, well, I don't know. Is it fucking... Really? Really? I'm baby Yoda, really? I don't... It's a, let's give him a season. Let's see what happens. Oh, wait. Everyone loves it? <laughs> Shit. Fucking order five... Order four more seasons. Fuck. Now. Now! <laughs> yeah, it's not fucking... We, we, get that printer started! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We should have got that made baby merch ready. That baby yeah, Yoda fuck. merch. Only we knew. The child merch. But in all fairness, like someone came into my job and, and said, you know, because now they're doing the, the, the baby Yoda. It's called the child, by the way. Yeah. The child merch of like pop figures, action figures, a black series. And he's like, he, it's like, they're just, oh, his, he's now the face of the Mandalorian, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> like, but it's the show's about me. Nope, not anymore, bitch. It's about this cute little baby Yoda. So... This woman came in and she's like, oh, well, Disney really missed the mark. And if they would have just had this stuff out by Christmas time, they would be making a mint. And I just feel like going, they knew exactly what they're doing. Like, I mean, yeah, sure, could they have done it? But then they didn't want to spoil anything. If, right. they, if they had merch coming out for Baby Yoda, everyone would be like, why is Yoda in it? And it completely would have destroyed, I think, any kind of, oh, that surprise of going, wait, it's a it's a baby? And it looks like Yoda? Oh. I think I think it would have I think it would have skyrocketed it. Uh, uh, Disney Plus um, sales, like uh, uh, you think more yeah, people, more people. They would like they they would have they would have probably tripled the Disney Plus would probably collapsed. We would probably had to wait like a month. <laughs> we we'd be watching it now, basically. <laughs> like, you know, I don't think Disney cares. I don't think they're worried about anything. Like like because it's like like everybody would be trying to log on to see that Baby Yoda, like the child. You know, like it was just like it's, it's it was like so phenomenal. And that's like, and everyone's like, why didn't do it? I'm like, I'll tell you why, because they had no faith in this. They had, they had right. no they faith. They don't know. They had no faith because they're like, like, fuck the, everybody complains about the Star Wars franchise right. and what's going on with the last Jedi and now this one and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, you know, you know, like, like, what are we going to do? And then all of a sudden, like, wait, well, we're, what? We're, we're already millions deep into this thing. Let's see it through. Yeah. Cause we got to, we, we got to air this and it's got to go. And we yeah. can, if worst case scenario, we can have, we, this is how it's ending. It can hang off with the questions, you know, what are they going to do now? And, you know, and all of a sudden halfway through with actually episode one, there becomes a hit and they're like, fuck there. You know, that there's somebody in the office going, yes, <laughs> yes, I fucking knew it. Favreau, you the man. You are. You gave us. We gave you. Yeah, sure. We know we fucked you out of the second movie and out of the third movie of Iron Man. But you know what, man? We're making it up to you big time. We gave you Jungle Book. We gave you Lion King. You, you, you gave us Mandalorian. Fuck. We will suck your dick forever. <laughs> you, get, you get the Disney money now, buddy. Just sure. Go ahead. Come on in. What, you got an idea for what? Live action Lilo and Stitch sold. <laughs> Just do it. 
No. Live action Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. You're on it. We believe in you. Really? Shh. Mandalorian. <laughs> if, if Mr. Toad looks like Baby Yoda, fucking millions. We're <laughs> 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 rolling that fast, fat dough. <laughs> we can remake the ride, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, and everyone loves it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, according to um, insiders who... Um, John Farrow confirmed that production is on the second season, officially underway, and should be out this October, 2020. Look out for Baby Yoda. So from far as we know, it looks like it's set to pit uh, the Moff Gideon against the Mandalorian as he attempts to find a safe haven for Baby Yoda. Um, so they said that they're they're envisioning a five-season arc for the Mandalorian. Uh, while it's impossible to say exactly where the show will go in future runs, it certainly hits, hints some drop to final episode of season one. For starters, we heard Emily Swallow's Mandalorian blacksmith, the armor, talk about bringing Baby Yoda to an order of sorcerers called Jedi for training. Um, Given the show's tone, um, some are also betting that Mandalorian's take on the Jedi won't be quite what we expect. Here's hoping we hope for a flow down Mandalorian Jedi throwdown. (laughs) Um, I also heard a rumor that maybe a young Luke Skywalker might be in it. Like as like a more like a walk on cameo, kind yeah. of not a you know lead character. <clears throat> so, uh, what do you think, Ed? I, I'm I'm in. I mean, you know, if it's anything like the first season, I mean, I enjoyed it. I I, really, I didn't. Me too. I don't. Be honest with you, I didn't really care about the child. Like, <sighs> like, like how cute it was. Like, you know, like, <sighs> like every all the girls are like, you know, all their wounds open. I'm like, yeah, because now they <laughs> my wanna... ovaries hurt. <laughs> I want a baby Yoda. <laughs> Who are you gonna let fuck you for that thing? <laughs> and they're talking kiss. Are we doing kissing a bunch of toads, hoping one turns into a baby Yoda? <laughs> fuck no. Mmm, coming you will. Mmm, all about the cuddles. Mmm, <laughs> back that ass up. Mm. Yes. Mmm, all the voice the yard your milkshake does. Mmm. Mmm, <laughs> hot drop it. Mmm, drop it like it's hot. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still getting the back end. Mmm, <laughs> do or do not, there is no try. Mmm, <laughs> 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 oh my god! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna get that, kids. You, you will be. <laughs> you will be on this dick. He's like a nine hundred years old. You know it's gonna be all wrinkly shit. When nine hundred years old, you reach eat that pussy good. <laughs> <laughs> Grab my ears. Mm. <laughs> mm. Look what I can do with my fingers. <laughs> Lightsaber in my pants you have. <laughs> oh, boy. Mm, you should see me in my younger days. <laughs> I was like a spider monkey. 
Uh, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> all the girls want one, and it's like you know now they're it's like October, not October, March or something like that. They're coming out with a bunch of yeah, like, soft a whole headed new ones. whole new line of toys all coming out. There is a ten inch the child pop figure. Yeah, mm, ten inches. Mm. <laughs> Why you think you leave me live alone? Uh, uh, Had to knock a pussy off me. <laughs> <laughs> Had to beat him away with my stick. No, 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 no. Because <laughs> I know it was every girl's dream. <laughs> every girl's dream is to get, some, bag that, get some of that Yoda dick. <laughs> 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 because they knew, if they knew it was the child they were getting. <laughs> oh. oh my god! All right, so um, Ed, yeah, um, let's talk comic books. All right, there's a crossover coming that apparently has been the it's one for the ages. Ed, okay, oh, another one. Uh huh. We're gonna say two '80s icons are joining forces. Two '80s icons are joining forces. Uh huh. Is it G.I. Joe and Transformers? No, you're half right. <laughs> half right. Uh-huh. Uh, G.I. Joe and the Smurfs. It was the other half, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> Transformers and the Smurfs. No. No? <laughs> Two 80s icons. So Transformers one. of them, so I got half of it. I mean, you are close in the Smurf range of... of... Snorks! No, not the Snorks. No. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, you guys. It's going to be Henson owned, so it's probably the, uh, what was those? Uh... Fraggle Rock? Fraggle No. <laughs> Fraggle Rock and the Transformers? <laughs> no, no, not at all. But, I mean, Transformers, who owns Transformers? Uh, Hasbro. Okay. Uh, Death Row Records. It's gonna be... <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> we did talk about that. Um, let me know when you're ready to give up. I'm giving up now. Let me give you a little hint. Okay. My Little Pony. My, it's not really a hint. It's an actual <laughs> fact. It's My Little Pony. My Little Pony. No. No. My Little Pony and Transformers crossover announced, Ed. It's more than meets the eye. Let me tell you that. That friendship <laughs> is magic, but it is more than meets the eye. Aww. Two of the most beloved properties from the 80s are coming together in an unexpected way with My Little Pony uniting with the Transformers in a four-week crossover comic event from IDW Publishing. The publisher confirmed on their website that the exciting event will bring together the properties that were popular, popularized in animated series decades ago through, uh, through various modern incarnations of the franchise have continued to amass fans. IDW publishes comic book series based on both properties and the creatives finally fa finally finding a way to bring their complex storylines and myth mythologies together for what is sure to be a memorable adventure which launches in May. Just in time for my birthday. And now you know what to get. <laughs> Issue one. <laughs> the, uh, I know how much of a My Little Pony fan you are. Oh, yeah. I know you're going to be looking forward to this. No, it, it's like was IDW like hey we're gonna it's either this we're gonna go bankrupt like like <laughs> well well the site describes the story in it's it's in in My Little Pony slash Transformers the scheming Queen Chrysalis casts a spell in search of cha challenging allies but accidentally interferes with a distant Cybertronian space bridge and brings the Autobots and Decepticons to Equestria. 
As the dust settles, it's up to Twilight Sparkle, Optimus Prime, and others to overcome the menace of of malevolent magic and machinery. A lot of alliteration, folks. The series will uh, will draw in a wide range of talent, which includes writers uh, James Asmus, Asmus, Ian Flynn, and Sam Maggs, and a bunch of artists. Uh, here's a quote. Um, uh, the writing I've gotten to do individually for My Little Pony and Transformers have already proven to be some of the most fun I've had in my career, so it's pure joy to play them off each other. Um, Asmus shared in a statement, we're making a wild mashup like unlike anything else in your comic collection. You basically owe it to yourselves and the, your future happiness to get a copy. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, Mags added, My Little Pony and Transformers are two of my all-time favorite universes. Having written for them both previously, the idea of bringing the citizens of Equestria and Cybertron together is incredibly exciting. <laughs> okay. That is the... Oh, my God. That is... That is just. Oh, I'm sorry. That's just. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. Okay. It's well, just terrible. I mean, I can't. I. I I'm, I'm like. I'm like trying to put this in my brain and going. Yeah, you can put the two universes together. Sure. Why not? Like it's so out there. It's Transformers is one one farther range. You know where it's all men and uh, machines. You know that. Sure. You know that are like live people, and you have horses that are like people. But the friendship is magic, and it's all kind <laughs> and peaceful, and you know, blah blah blah. And, you know. Don't be mean to others, and you know, be friends, and da da da. And you got Transformers, whose whose planet <laughs> is dying because there's no energy left, and they're trying to, you know, rape, basically rape other worlds of energy. And <laughs> da, da, da. the Autobots are trying to fight this war to, you know, in Cybertron, and you're going, wait a minute, wait, we're gonna put these together? Like, it, what universe is this gonna happen? Apparently, Apparently in this IDW. <laughs> um, I, there's a part of me. I'm like, okay, well, that's nice. I mean, I guess there's, I'm sure there's fans of Transformers that are also bronies. You know, like maybe it's it's catering to that, or maybe, okay, I'm... or or maybe here's Ed. Maybe you were just a jaded person. I am, and, and it's hey, you know what? It's about inclusion. Little girls can like boy things, and boy thing, boy little boys can like girl things. Not to say that My Little Pony is strictly for girls. But I'm also not saying that Transformers are strictly for boys. Right. Here's a story where it encompasses both, where we all can get along, and we all can bring down the evil menace that is known as the Decepticons. You know, it's right there in their name. They must be bad. They're deceptive. <laughs> <laughs> How do I put this? That's a bunch of hogwash. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. But it, but it's like it's it's like taking. How is the eternal spark going to handle the massive <laughs> massive quantities of Equestria? It's a whole different kind of atmosphere. Talking horses, pshaw. <laughs> Give me my talking trucks and trains, and that's realism. I mean, that's that's the thing that that's what makes it so difficult. Is the fact is it's like it's two bizarre worlds, and you go, yeah, let's put them together. It's, what's what's sure. the harm in this? But you go, you're you're talking about a peace loving like for younger girls or boys. Friendship is magic. Friendship let's is magic. all get along. Oh. And all of a sudden, pew, 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 we must crush the Decepticon, the Autobots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So my, this, this is my this is my <laughs> star scream. I guess I don't know. I was like from somewhere else completely. I'm like, wait a minute, I've heard this before. Anyway. I will crush you. 
Autobots. <laughs> <laughs> but but you're you're taking like like a like a more uh, yeah Twilight for, Sparkle. You know Twilight Sparkle. <laughs> let's ride. You know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. I'm reading it. I'm, I'm in. I'm, I'm gonna. In. I'm in. I'm gonna read it. There's, there's like I'm like sitting there going thinking, yeah, this is terrible. This is a bad idea. No, don't do it. Uh-huh. There's a reason why. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but now I have to be part of it. Coming this summer, live action. The crossover for the ages. I'm buying it. I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely picking this issue up. These are four issues. Four is it? Four issues. I can go. I can sit through four issues of this. <laughs> Hopefully, it's small issues. But because <laughs> I don't see, I can't see. There's a long story for this. I really don't. But hey, you know what? I'm in. I'm actually going to review it. There you go, Ed. This summer, you're, you're, I turned you around, huh? There you go. Okay, um, Ed, I don't know if you knew it or not, but um, Doctor Strange 2 lost their director. Did they? Yes, they did. They found a new one. You know what? I I, I heard this today, actually. Uh, oh, yes? I had did? a conversation with somebody, yes, and I heard this today. Okay, well... I, I, don't, I don't know if it's the same director that he told me it was, but... Sam Raimi. Yeah. Sam Raimi is now in talks or has signed on to direct, um, we call it Doctor Strange 2. Yeah. Uh, the reason why I bring this up is because Bruce Campbell has reacted to Sam Raimi directing Doctor Strange sequel. Now, if there's <laughs> people who don't know who Bruce Campbell is, shame on you. St- stop it now and just go away. I don't. We don't need you. We don't need that kind of. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> oh. whoa! I need you. Sean, I need you. I know you could look him up. <laughs> his 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 body of work is a phenomenal. Check it out. Go on. If you don't know who Bruce Campbell, go fuck yourself. That's, that's, I'm <laughs> no, no, no. That's my stance. <laughs> it's his stance. Sean's definitely at the camp of... Sean's, you know? Sean's views and opinions do not reflect <laughs> the team. <laughs> said, we'll be right back. Technically... Then you're in the back. And we're back. Yeah, I, I don't know what came over me, but, you know, if you don't know who Bruce Campbell is, you can just, you know, look him up. He's, he's an actor. What Now, what else, Sean? I just, you know... I guess I just want to apologize to everybody. I can't do it, Ed. I just can't. Have me apologizing. I'm going Twitter. I know what it is. I'm a boozer. I need to go to rehab. I'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) So apparently, um, Bruce Campbell reacts to the shock announcement that director Sam Raimi is in talks to take over from Scott Derrickson to helm Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Um, let's see, Bruce Campbell, um, his, his comment was, huh, that's not strange at all. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So the question is, I have Ed, since Sam and Bruce are like best of buddies, what form of cameo do you think Bruce (laughs) Bruce Campbell will be in? I don't know. Yeah, I guarantee you, his, uh, Sam's car will Sam's car will be in it at some point. In time. Yeah, I, 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 you know, because they we were talking about, it and he's like, oh, it's like you know, anything like the first two short mans, it's going to be great, you know, da da da. And I said, yeah, I agree with that, but I want to see more of the Evil Dead. Well, I think style. That's, I think that that's actually a pretty good choice for him because this this one is supposed to be more in the horror realm. Yeah, uh, like look, you can say whatever you want about Spider Man Three, you know, Spider Man Two. That Doctor Octopus scene where he's on the, when the arms take control. What you said, puss. 
<laughs> okay. It's the eight-year-old me. Yeah. You know, in that scene in the hospital where <laughs> where Doc Ock's arms. <laughs> you cracked yourself up over puss. Sorry. It's okay. Hey, look, sometimes the jokes are just for you. Like, I, I, okay, this is a visual one, and Ed's not gonna, like, here's mine. I, I broke down cracking up hysterically over this one. Because it's, it's called, it's, in, it's, um, people, I'm telling you, look up. It's, it's a real quick thing. It's called Startled Hamster, and I'm laughing because it makes me laugh. I before I left here, I saw this clip, and I just saw here. here here's the video, Ed. Oh, I've seen this. <laughs> okay, have you seen it? But have you heard it? Okay, so I'm gonna put the sound up because you need to hear this. Because watch, let's see if I can get. It, <laughs> <laughs> it gets funnier every time. <laughs> he said puss <laughs> This show is completely going off the rails That I saw that My sister posted it And I was like Oh okay cute Startled thing And it looks very funny That I turned it sound on That ah! <laughs> Made me laugh Stacy had a pause When she was watching So I get I still laughed For like a good two minutes And she's like What are you laughing I'm like You're not going to think It's funny Because even now After hearing it I could watch the video and still hear that <laughs> voice. <laughs> and it made, I was—I almost lost it while we were doing the opening show because I saw it on my feet again. <laughs> I started chuckling. Oh, so I, I get it. Ed Puss makes you makes you giggle. All right, you know it's fine. Nothing wrong with that. He said. Hold on, folks. Ed is must be late. <laughs> Go on. What was that about Doc Ock? Well, that scene in the hospital where Doctor Doc Ock's arms flail about and they attack everybody. Yeah, it's kind of scary. Yeah. So I think that if you're gonna have you know, Doc, if you're gonna have Doctor Strange going through a multiverse, I think that Sam Raimi actually might be able to pull it off. Right. I really do. I think that he might. I I think it's. I'm actually quite. I mean, I was excited for a sequel anyway for Doctor Strange because I like that movie. Yeah. So to see Sam Raimi doing it, I'm like, oh, okay, you know what? Fine. Here's a way to kind of get back in the good graces of the MCU because right. that third movie, I, I it's I don't believe it's totally his fault. They kind of forced him to. Oh, I, I still blame know. Sony on that one. I, I, yeah, I, me know, too. Because he wanted they wanted to shoot so much in that, and he's like, well, you know, we're gonna do six, and they're like, well, everybody yeah. wants the Black Spider Man. Yeah. You know, they keep clamoring for it. We want, you know, they kept pushing and pushing and pushing. I think yeah. that was yeah the wrong way to go with it. But I anyway. agree. Um, so I'm 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 kind of ex- I'm excited. I'm like I can't. Yeah. I really want to be able to be like, oh, okay, I'm in. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm behind it. Uh, sorry, just speaking of Marvel news, though, I did see something today. I don't know how true this is. Take it for a grain of salt, but I've seen this a couple times, like actually a couple days ago too. Uh, Captain Marvel two. Did you get a story on that? I have not got a, cap- a story on that. Apparently, in Captain Marvel 2, they're going to start introducing the uh, X-Men universe. Oh, you know what? I did see that article. Where Because because of uh, Rogue, uh, of the X-Men, that's how she gets her powers, her fly, flight, and strength and all is from 
uh, Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel. Oh, okay. So that's why they, she might be in the second movie. So I thought that was interesting just to, to I, throw The article I, I briefly read was that the villain of the movie was going to help launch the X-Men back into like yeah because it's going to be Rogue Rogue's okay. going to be the e-villain of the movie because she's, right. she's she almost kills uh, uh, Captain Marvel oh we could be so lucky <laughs> anyway <sighs> she throws her off the Golden Gate Bridge she takes her powers and throws her off the Golden oh, Gate Bridge oh okay so. see I'm, I'm uh, not not mad at that at all <laughs> not mad Sorry. at that at all um all right Ed I got I got two articles but um they're kind of they're DC related all right all right would you like to? I'll I'll uh, I'll let you pick. All right. Uh, DC shares the first look at Joker's new girlfriend, called Wait for it Punchline. Or <laughs> wait, 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 stop, stop right there. The character's name's Punchline. Uh huh. Okay. All right. Yes. What's the second one? The second one is so the Joker knows who all the Robins really are. Can Bruce Wayne be far behind? Let's do the first one. Okay. Okay, so um, obviously this is comic book. It's comic book news. Okay, okay. DC shares the first look at Joker's new girlfriend. Punchline. All right. (laughs) Um, Okay, so but in comics, it looks like uh, obviously Harley Quinn's leaving the Joker behind and joining up with a new girl girl gang and Birds of Prey. But in the comics, it looks like the clown prince of crime is getting another henchman to keep him company. DC has just given readers their first glimpse at Punchline. A new villain who is about to make her debut in the pages of, an, of the ongoing Batman series. Punchline, which is her name, will make her first appearance in Batman number 89, which hits stores on February 19th. However, this is little more than a glorified cameo. She will show up in one panel. Now, um, this is little more than a glorified. She will show up in one panel that is, of, in that issue before getting a proper introduction in the following week in the Year of the Villain... Uh, Hell Arisen, number three. Uh, looking at some early artwork for these issues, and not to hard to see why Joker likes her. Sure, the obvious affinity for clown makeup, but beyond that, Punchline clearly shares Mr. J's appetite for senseless bloodshed, especially if it involves a rusty saw. Uh, later this year, Punchline will play a major role in the Joker War storyline, which starts in Batman number 95. DC has been hinting that this arc will serve as the final battle between the Dark Knight and his longtime nemesis. Unfortunately, we'll have to wait until spring to see how this plays out. It would also be interesting to see how Harley Quinn reacts to Joker's new girl. Since Harley herself has allied with Batman and Catwoman, a showdown seems all but inevitable. Uh, you can check out the previews of Punchline's upcoming appearance in the DCU vert in the gallery below. Um, what do you think of Punchline design? Here, let's see. Let's... let's uh... Let's get the let's let's show Ed what she looks like. Um, I will try to I will describe her. Uh, there you go, Ed. There it's quick. I don't know. All right, all right. Okay. She has um like you know a little rosy cheek. She's dressed in purple and black. She's got a little dash of red zippers. Um, she kind of looks Asian. In she that does way. look Asian. She looks very um, anime. Yeah, very like um like Chun Li. Yes. Okay. Yes, the, the, way, the way her hair is, you know, in, in the pigtails, cheeks. Yes. The, you know, yeah. the 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 clown makeup cheeks, the clown nose. Like, all right. Um. So yeah, black lipstick. Apparently, I mean, she. Yeah. All right. I mean, in the next picture, all you see is like her mouth and her nose. Like, she's cute. Okay. Whatever. Hey, it's me. I've seen the grave. The, the yeah. Um. Hey, did you know they killed off Alfred? By the way. No. Yeah. I mean, again. They, again. Yeah. I know. 
It's just like, all right, whatever. Hey, Robin, watch me pull a raffle out of my hey, sleeve. Hey, Raj, hey, Rocky, watch me snap Alfred's neck. Again? Yeah, so, I mean, she's uh, she's cute. I mean, the photo they have in her, in the photo they have that one on the on the cover thing. Yeah. She looks a little different than the one that they showed you right, in this one. Yeah. But she still looks the same. She's got, like, the makeup circles on the cheeks. Very um, mime-looking. Yes. Uh, mime Chun-Li. How's that? There you go. All right, and uh, do you want me to do the, the the final one? Sure. Oh, okay. Again, comic book news, something we very rarely do, Ed. Yeah. We very rarely do it's comic books. a lot news. of comic book news this week. You know, um, <clears throat> at the end of Batman 85, uh, we had Joker contemplating unveiling the identity of Batman as Superman has done, confessing to the world what, confessing to the world that he was Clark Kent. All right. All right. Let's see. Uh, uh, uh. But also, whoop, Sean, what are you doing here? Uh-uh. Wow, a lot of pop-up ads. Sorry, folks. Uh, well, the teasers released by DC Comics today, the Joker looks like he's well in the way of working it out. Um, all right, let me see. Where the fuck is this? Uh, at the end of it, we had Joker contemplating. Oh, we had Joker contemplating unveiling the identity of Batman as Superman has done, confessing that the world that he was Clark Kent. Okay. Uh, but also realizing that such a decision would be the final battle between Joker and Batman. Uh, well, the teasers released by DC Comics today, the Joker looks like he's well on the way of working it out. Uh, with Jason Todd, Dick Grayson, Tim Drake, and Damian Wayne tagged as Robins, and probably barding Barbara Gordon as Batgirl, once you have that, can Bruce Wayne be far behind? It's basically a photo of him, and there's a picture of him with like, everyone like linked together. That's all it really is. It's just an image. Not I'm gonna say me, yeah. 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 I mean, have you have you been reading a lot of? Uh, I things? honestly, I every once in a while, Stacy and I find our our way. I go to Brave New Worlds, yeah, out in local reference out in Willow Grove, and I haven't been there in a while. And I have lately been having the urge to go because I there's some storylines I want to read. I want to read the 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 Batman who laughs. You know that yeah. that whole. Um, Batman Metal. There's, you know, they use they, there's a bunch of they. There's some story arcs that I'm really interested in reading, and I I can't afford to get them as an individual set, so I kept waiting for like them to be put into like a collection, right? So I can read it that way. It's just a matter of getting there. I've driven by a couple times, but the problem is that place is kind of like a, a money. Like I'll be like, oh, I want to read this. I don't want to read that, and it's like, okay, well. I could buy it digitally yeah. if I wanted to and read it on my Nook. But for whatever reason, and it's only with comic books and for graphic novels, I have to have them tangibly in my hand. Yeah, I can't just you know swipe right to continue reading. Now I have a couple digital comics, you know, like but it's, it's books I've already read, like The Dark Knight Returns, Dark Knight Strikes Again, right? Um, like those because to me it's like okay, well I've read them before, so I want to just read them again i don't have to worry about the the tangibility of of the book right um i know stacy has a couple graphic novels i have a bunch of graphic novels but i keep wanting to go back and graphic novels can be kind of pricey it's like 24 bucks to get a hard copy like a a hard hard copy of the collected works and right now you know i'm it's not that money's tight but it's more like i have a goal you know stacy and i plan on getting married later in the year yeah so it's like Surprise if anybody who hasn't no. <laughs> you know, um 
so I so all my money wants to get towards that rather yeah. than like you know rather than it's an extra expense you just can't right. put out because you want to you've right. I rather mo- spend, more important things you want to right because I could walk in there and maybe drop like a hundred dollars and I'm sitting there going well that hundred dollars I'd rather get put towards spending money on my trip on my vacation you know or towards something else that I might need for it. I mean, I, I know exactly what you're talking about because my wife still reads Buffy comic books. Like, they're, they have right. more, more and more coming out. They have Giles now and something uh, else. Okay. And Angel and all this kind of stuff. So now every month, like once a month or every couple weeks, I'm, I'm going to Brave New World right. to buy them. <clears throat> and if I have time, I'll go through and I'll see some X-Men comics and I'll right. pick up those or I'll see some Star Wars comics and I'll pick up those. And it's like I read them, but it's just like – did I really need like was it really like important I stopped reading for a reason you know and it's because right. of money it was just like you know what I, I wanted a house and I wanted this and I wanted right. that and I'm like I'd rather have those things that are more important than to read comics not that I don't think comics are, are important it's just that you go I wish it was cheaper I wish it was right. a, a, a way I can get it you know in a cheaper way and not like for everybody to kind of lose money on this you right. know it's really tough and it's like, yeah, I can maybe try eBay and maybe see if I can find the sure. comics. Like, eh, it's never the same. It's never the same. And it's, it's always and it's more of a hassle right. than anything else because you don't know if you trust the guy and you're you right. know, that kind of thing. So, you know, you can and, have like two pages ripped out of it. And you won't know because you keep pristine condition. And it's like the very last panel is ripped out because the guy wants to be an asshole. Right. You know, yeah. you know, and then I, I wait for the softer books because they always come up with right. the hardbacks. Right. And it's First like, it's hardback and then you got to wait at least a year before the, phys- the softback comes out. And you're like. And by the time that year goes by, you're like, I completely forgot about it. Right. <laughs> yeah. I moved on. So, yeah. So, because every once in a while, I, I go in, especially like the Barnes and Noble or whatever, and they have, they have a, like right. a whole shelf full yeah. of comic books. And I'll look back and go, oh my God, I forgot about this from like five years ago. Yeah. You know, and I'll pick it up now because it's like five hours less than the hard copy. You right. Know, like kind of thing. So, to think I save a little bit of money, you know, and I read it that way. Uh, but that's that's just the thing. I, I get it. Like you know, and it's 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 one of those type of things. It's like yeah, if I spent enough time there, I would easily yeah. drop like a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, easily. Even... Like uh, Stacy bought Death of the Family. I think that's the last one I think she bought. Um, and it's you know where Joker uh, comes back after his face cut off. It's it's a it's it's a really good story. But she, I bought them as individual comics, so mm-hmm. I got like all the crossover episodes and all that kind of stuff because I was following that story. This one is kind of an abridged version of that, like, you know, just all the highlights of mm. what was going on. Um, and it was a great story, but there's what I've been doing lately is because I have a nook, there's novelizations of some of the arcs. Like, um, I just finally finished The Killing Joke, it's a novelized form of that comic. Mm-hmm. It was, it was tough to read because. It kind of gives you a little front story, and you know, remember the Killing Joke, the movie. Mm-hmm. This one kind of takes a little from that, and also adds a little, st- a little more stuff to it. Like um, one of the big controversies is: Did Joker rape Barbara Gordon? Mm-hmm. In the book, he does. You know, um, in the book, um, in the comic book, the Joker and Batman have a laugh. And mm-hmm. then that's how the book ends, in in the comic book, the right. gra- graphic yeah. novel. In the book, it goes beyond that a, a little bit. Okay, you know, mm-hmm. and there's it's 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 an interesting read, and I, I didn't hate it, but I was like, okay, you know, I, I've there's a couple of like they did Civil War, like there's a couple of um, they'll take like their big 
comic book runs and someone will make a, a novel version of it. Yeah. And some I've been kind of enjoying them. Like so if if I would say that if anybody's got like a Barnes and Noble account or like a Nook of some sort, look them up. Um like the next one I think I'm gonna read is they actually did a mad um a novelize novelization version of Mad Love with Harley Quinn. Okay. And a part of me is like, I think it's only like ten bucks. And I'm like, well I I can to me I can probably go, Hey baby, can I spend ten bucks? It's for a buck, you know, and so I can read something at night. You know, because she'll 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 lap the Harry Potter books. Like once she gets done, she treats herself by watching the movies, and after she gets done the movies, she'll rewatch the movie. She'll reread the books. Since I finished that, there's only a handful of books I can reread on a regular basis. Yeah, one of them is the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the entire run. Yeah, so I kind of restarted that the other night because I finished The Killing Joke. And I was like, well, what am I going to read? I thought I had Mad Love, but I just had a sample. And I was like, oh, well, all right, let me just start reading my Hitchhiker's Guide to Galaxy. That one, and I believe it or not, I really liked Ready Player One. So I was thinking about going back and rereading that one again. Okay. You know, but uh, I, I, that's right. I, I read sometimes without pictures. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, sometimes I'm interested in seeing, because um, when you read a novelized version of like a Craven's The Last Hunt, they did. Yeah, which is one of my favorite comic book runs with Spider-Man. Right. They did a novelization form of that, and it was really good. It was it was a little different than the book, but still hit all the important parts and all everything. It was, and it got a little bit more character development because you have to fill those panels that you can see visually with words now. So sometimes it is about what's what's Craven thinking rather than what he's saying. Right. You know what's what's going through Peter's head and Mary Jane's head. It was it it's. You see it from a different, same story, different perspective, and I like those. That's you know, that's why I'm me reader, me reader. So, but I, I keep thinking, I next time I head out, you know, I'll be like, baby, can we please just go into the comic book store? I just want to look around and like look at the statues and go. One day that'll be mine, right. you know, like. You know, or thumb through a graphic novel just to get my hand because sometimes I miss Cause that's, that, holding them. That's the thing. Like, like it, it, that was your old lifestyle. I mean, like yeah. you know, like if, since you've had this relationship, your 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 lifestyle has changed dramatically for the better. Don't get me wrong, you know, but it's changed. You know, <laughs> ask the money the people I was spending giving that money to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for you, I mean, yeah, not, right. not for them, but. You know, but it's just funny because it's like like how much you would spend on like yeah. statues or right. or comic books and yeah. like you know video games and stuff like that and like that all kind of like changed. I also think too like I my my favorite the favorite way I would read a comic book, and it's I can't do it anymore. It, it's not it's not naked. It's just you know, <laughs> you're like oh, something stupid. It's I used to lay in bed and I used to read the comics like while I'm like laying down. Not yeah. I can't read a comic book sitting up. I have to. It's almost very childlike. I'm not on my belly with my feet in the air, just swinging back and yeah. forth. But I am kind of like laid on the bed. I got the, my pillows propped, my arm propped up on my pillows, and I'm as I'm flipping through and reading and and absorbing the artwork and the words. And I don't really have that space anymore. Yeah, because Stacy's usually in the bed. You know. Watch we're while we're watching TV, so that that spot that I have to be able to peruse and enjoy the comic books, or sometimes the silence. Yeah, you know I don't have that spot at the moment to be able to be like I'm gonna read a comic book. You know, like most recently I've been thinking about going through my collection because I do have a, a pretty big collection of comic books and maybe going 
maybe this is the time and you know like i'm thinking like where am i gonna do with these like am i gonna keep them i don't want to sell them i gotta kind of i'm at that point in my life where i'm like i might have to get rid of it to make room for other things yeah so it's like so i have to get myself into the bedroom that that the second the back second bedroom yeah be able to get through those box and go you know, categorize and make sure that I have to, I'll probably have to buy bags and boards for some of them. Yeah. You know, get them all, make them sure they all look good. Make sure that they are in, still in some of decent condition. Because I got some really good, really good comics in that collection. Yeah. That I'm like, mm, you know, some of the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle runs, some of the um, when Captain America gets killed. You know, the first time. Yeah. The first time. <laughs> first time around. Yeah. So anyway. Memorable. Anyway, I'm 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 rambling, Ed. Yes. Is there anything else you'd like to add to the show? No, I think we did well. All right. Well, I think we did well too. I hope I hope the people at home think we did well. Yeah. If you thought we did well, you can go to our Facebook page and give us a like. It's Geeksters Radio. And also go to our uh, Twitter page at, at Geeksters and uh, follow us there. Yes. <laughs> I threw Ed off. That's, <laughs> That's what the right. problem is. Let me. I'll, I'll make him more comfortable. So if you liked what you heard, go to, please go to our Facebook page, Geekster Radio, and give us a like. Or go on to Twitter. And f- <laughs> I ah, he's still, still fucking up. up. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at, at Geeksters. All right. And also, of course, if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. Excelsior! It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.